Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you. All right, let's get started. So, uh, really enjoyed that last series on the full armor of God. And that that was that was a, a real blessing for me. Um, I cannot tell you again how much you learn by teaching this. It's just, it just you know you just hope everybody's soaking in what you got to soak in when when it when it uh, you go through it. So I thought th- this this is a big one to tackle. And I'm even thinking about making maybe this a series. In, in, uh, but it's about saving faith and sustaining faith. Well, I just thought that would be a good thing to learn about. Because um, some things that we need to remember at all times is saving faith is a gift from our creator himself. It's a gift. It's not something that we can manufacture, right? Uh, and it's only given to his elect. And that will help us preserve, persevere to the end of time. Um, I was talking with Pastor this morning, and I remember, I, I remember that we were going through Wellington, um, and we had this discussion on faith. And uh, there is, what is it called? The Ordo Salutis. So, so where it talks about where does faith come in when you're saved? And first, uh, the first part of its election Okay, so God cho- you know, chooses the people to save. Predestination, the work of God to ordain salvation on who have been elected. The calling, which is simply the preaching of the gospel, right? Simply the preaching of the gospel. Um, and regeneration, uh, the change in a person produced by God. This is not not this is not a feeling. This is not saying a magic prayer. Uh, it's really interesting. I'll share this link with whoever wants it because it gives the Armenian side on the on on the right column. And then after regeneration, faith, right? Um, the trust an individual has in the work of God on the cross, and then repentance, justification, and sanctification, perseverance, right? I think we're all feeling perseverance right now as we go through. And then the end, the glorification. <laughs> that is something we're all looking forward to. Um, texts such as uh, John 6.44 where it says, no one, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. Notice there was nothing directed towards you in that sentence, right? And oh, and I, you know, 
Pastor brought up a good point. There's, there's no, you know, even though I gave you like a chronological order, you think, okay, it takes this long to get to this step. Faith and salvation happens like that. Okay? When you're saved, you're saved. That is, that is, that is fast, right? And then, there, then we're going to talk about sustaining faith. Uh, but Ephesians uh, 2, 1 through 10 says, And you are dead in your trespasses and sins. So how can a dead man choose anything? You're dead. Um, in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. We are sons of the devil, people. Before our salvation, we were the sons of the devil. Now, you know, I've met some nicest people in the world that, you know, claim that they are atheists. And, and, and these are people that care about their community, are active, uh, would give the shirt off their back. But they're sons of the devil if they don't know Christ. If they're not saved. Um, the spirit that is now in work in the sons of disobedience. I've seen that on the back. I see uh, yeah. That, that was one of my aha moments. I did. There's a biker game somewhere around here that has that on their backs as their logo, Sons of Disobedience. I, I don't know if I would go advertising that too strong. I've seen the Sons of Disobedience. Yeah. Um, and, then, and in verse 3 it says, <clears throat> Among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and of the mind, and we were by nature children of wrath. Like the rest of mankind. So, you know, this is, this is not a certain order. Every, there was only one perfect human that's ever walked this earth, and that's Jesus Christ. But we all fall underneath this, right, before our salvation, Right? This is where we came from. Paul's doing a really good job of reminding them. Um, he says, but God, being rich in mercy, praise God, I'm just so glad for his mercy on me, uh, because of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Again, you know, going back to that word grace, it's, it's, it's a present, right? Um, you know, you don't go around asking for presents, right? Presents, something given to you, and uh, it's, it's never, you know, it's, you know it, it's, it's given freely to you, right? That's God's grace. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Let me read that again. When I talk about, you know, glorification of what that's going to be, be about. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What an honor. What an honor. So that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Jesus Christ. For by grace, you have been saved. Through faith. And this is not of your own doing, but is a gift of God. This is where we totally are different from the Arminian. Arminians, you have, to, you, you have faith, you know, be, before you're saved. You, be, 
and, and it's totally backwards, right? Um, and it's not a results of work so that no one can boast. What good, of, what good is it if you, had, if, if you had a place in your own salvation? You know, this is, this is where we went through the, uh, I, I went through, um, you know, once saved, always saved. I did that as a, a, a CE hour. Um, if, if you had any part of your salvation, you could lose it, which is totally false anyway, right? So um, not that anyone can boast. You have no boasting in this. Um, it's not to ask, um, why did God save me? The question should be, why did he save me at all? Right? For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk with them. So, you know, the whole idea of, of you know, that, that we're not saved by works. But after salvation, truly, there are works based on God, what he, what, how he uses us. And so this reveals the precious truth, which is, uh, the, the, I'm sure most of you are familiar with the Westminster Confession of Faith, stresses the work of the Spirit bringing us to faith. Um, God most often works through ordinary means, it says, and he does not usually give his elect apart from certain means that he has established. Again, that's kind of wordy because it's the Westminster Confession. I just I mean, God ordains faith, and, 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 and your sustaining faith now is also God-ordained through the Spirit. Um, as, uh, Westminster Confession says in 14.1, faith is ordinarily wrought by the ministry of the Word. Right? You've got to hear the word, right? That's what builds faith. By which also, and by the administration of the sacraments and prayer, it is increased and strengthened. Faith is a part of our sanctification, right? Our faith should grow and build. And, you know, if, if, I, did, if I did a diagram, this is a diagram I thought of in my head. I love how uh, R.C. Sproul used to do the diagrams on things. He, I didn't see him do this. He probably has. But, you know, as our faith increases, our sin should decrease, right? Um, note the emphasis on Scripture as by means that faith is brought to you. The confession acknowledges that the teaching and the preaching of Scriptures are always the work of the Holy Spirit, and that Holy Spirit works the faith in us. So God's work of regeneration is required if we are to believe. Um, everybody's familiar with John 3, 3 through, uh, 3 through 8. Jesus answered him. Who's he talking to? He's talking to Nicodemus here, right? Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said to him, How can this be born when he is old? Can he enter into his mother's womb, and be reborn? That, that, that's just a weird thing for Nicodemus to say. And Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. 
Do not marvel that I say these things to you, that you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Again, it's, if, if, if Jesus is kind of laying it down for Nicodemus that this has nothing to do with you, has everything to do with the Spirit, right? Where salvation comes from, to be born again. That's God's calling. That's God's choosing. Ephesians uh, 3, uh, 1, 3 through 10. Blessed be the God of our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Again, that just blows the, uh, say the magic prayer thing right out of the water, just in that one sentence, right? Um, Even as he's chosen us before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, in love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. And to the praise of his glorious grace, with, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, and as a plan for the fullness of the time, to unite all things to him and things in heavenly places and things on earth. You know, it, it's for us to believe and for us to strengthen our faith is uh, it's just it's like working a muscle, right? It's 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 continuously being under the word. It's continuously being under good teaching. Um, I don't know how many times I have, like, you know, if the sermon hit me in a good way, I'm high as a kite. But I also have where it hits me where it's like, oh, this is not something I'm doing in my life right now, right? I need to make some adjustments. Um, Hearing of the word is critical, critical. That way, way if you miss, uh, if you have to miss a Sunday, Definitely go out and listen to the recordings. Do do that. Listen to the word, um, and and you know don't forsake your own reading too. Right. Um, so Ephesians um, two one through ten, as as we read before, calls us to faith through the preaching of the gospel. Right. Faith comes from hearing, and hearing what through the word of God. Right or through the word of Christ, depending on what translation you're, you're doing. Our Lord saves us through what Paul refu- uh, refers to as a foolish message. I, I love this because, you know, Jesus used this a lot in his, in, when, when he would give his um, parables. They were so simple, but they were like an agrarian or, or, or something. To, and, and the common people, they got it. 
The Pharisees who were high and mighty, they were like totally confused. What is he talking about planting the field? What? What? Is this, is this an agriculture lesson here or what? But it says, it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 1.21, it says, For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. It pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. And again, it's that, that this is humbling. Because it, again, it shows that we don't intellectually become saved. We don't intellectually have our faith, right? It's spirit-driven. Um, namely, Christ crucified. Uh, you know, and it, this is a truth that was, was foreshadowed throughout the Old Testament, right? And it was made very, very plain, like those words I just read you in the New Testament, right? Um, you know, in, in the Old Testament, you know, Psalm 119, 18, open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of your law. In 2 Peter 1.21, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Again, this whole time of sanctification, this whole time of faith building, building that faith muscle, it's, it's God ordained and we have to sit under the word. We've got to sit under the word. It's got to be important to us. It cannot be something that we put up with. I mean, because I've been there, right? Or, I mean, I've had days where it's like, I just don't want to go, you know, or something like that. Now, I can tell you truthfully, it hasn't been that way since I've been here. (laughs) Praise God. Uh, I, I get excited. And, and because I want to hear what the Lord has for me today. I've, I've, been, I've been loving this in Acts. It's, it's, it's definitely, a, a, that's, while we're sitting there listening to that and ingesting it and chewing on it, it's building our faith. It's building our faith. Um, so he illuminates the meaning of his word. Right? He illuminates that to you. Uh, when I say illuminate, it's just like, you know, I'm sure you've done that before. I, I do this all the time. It, it happens at least once during my studies for CE or preaching, is that something that I've read over and over hits me in a different way. And, it's, and that is the Holy Spirit illuminating that and, and opening your mind to his word. Uh, and it penetrates our souls with the knowledge of our sin. So another thing that, that the word does is it definitely points out the sin in our lives. Um, and, and this, our only hope is in the salvation of Christ. And this produces the faith that we have in our Savior. So we, we don't have this pride issue in ourselves. We all do. We fight, right? That, that's, that, that's, that's true, right? We still are selfish beings in a lot of ways, right? And, uh, but there's that battle. And the only thing that we can do is, is look to our Lord to strengthen us in that. Um, if we would have strong faith, then the most important thing that we can do is to hear preaching and teaching of God's word as often as we can. As often as we can, not just on Sundays. I mean, 
you know, through his word. Uh, there's some great preaching out there. I, I love League and Ear, you know, to give a little advertisement there because a lot of their videos are like 30 minutes and, and they're very, very digestible, right? And it's a lot of information to sit and listen to, but it's good stuff. Um, as, as the word is preached in corporate worship, the spirit regenerates faith in those who do not believe, right? How do people get saved? Through hearing the word. If there was no hearing of the word, you know, if the word wasn't preached, what did Christ say? The rocks would cry out, right? Uh, but the word is being preached. The word is being preached. Um, I know I heard the word preached many times before God called me. It just, you know, again, this is something I'm not God. It's his timing in everything. It's his timing in everything. It says, but God also calls people to faith and builds them up when God's word is taught in other settings. At home, in the classroom, in Bible studies, in ordinary conversation, in a car ride home with my wife. <laughs> that's, that's when it happened to me. It's just, it's just when the word's there and it's preached and you've listened to it and you've ingested it, it God, that, is, that is what God will use to save you when it all comes together, when it's your time. Um, Jesus uh, strengthened the faith of his disciples by teaching them in li the living and active word of God. You know, just imagine that, being able to, being, being taught by Jesus himself, who is the word, right? That would, that would be great. You know, uh, I didn't want to write these out because uh, it would have taken too long, but Luke, if, if you want to look that up, of how Jesus uh, taught the disciples, Luke 17, 5 through 6. And Hebrews 4, 12 through 13. Again, talking about the faith chapter, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11 is, is a great uh, oratory on the faith of our founding fathers. Um, today, he uses the same word to make us mature. Right? That's the only thing that we, that's the only way we can grow is through his word. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that don't listen to the word or, or and they're babes in Christ. It talks about this, right? When it talks about the babes in Christ, I'm trying to think where that's at. Babes, young men, older men. Huh? First John. Okay. Where babes are what? These are, it's talking about believers, but they can be tossed to and fro. Only way they, they can grow out of that baby state is hearing the word, hearing solid preaching and teaching. And then once you grow in that, and this is all the path of sanctification, right? When you grow in that, now you're it's like the young men who know the scripture, right? And will stand up against the devil, right? Um, I think I've used this enough in CE hour, it's kind of like stuck in my head, right? It's a good analogy of, of what happens. And then the older men who not only have what the uh, younger men have, but have that relationship with the creator. It's not just understanding and knowing and head knowledge. 
It's knowing who your creator is, where this is coming from, being in touch with Abba Father, right? So, obviously, I thought of you, Stephen, you know, with, with the working out and all the stuff that you do. Without a proper diet, our bodies will be weak, right? Um, and, and, and sickly, right? Um, the same is very, very true of our faith if we do not work it. Um, if we do not nourish it regularly, we will be tossed about by every wind of doubt, and we will fall into sin more readily. That's, a, that's another thing, too, about our faith. Like I said, as our faith grows, our sin should diminish, right? Uh, this is the proper diet that the Lord has ordained for our souls. Um, you, you, you say it all the time, Pastor, ruminate, Right? Uh, ruminate on the Word of God. Um, I, I'll get stuck in my daily reading where I, you know, I have this whole idea. I'm going to go through this chapter or through at least X amount of verses, and it's like, what did I just read? What did I just read? And I'd have to go back, go through it, read some of the commentary stuff, so it, it, it hits me better. I'm not the sharpest crayon in the box, so it takes me a little bit longer. Um, so. Let us take as many opportunities we can to hear the word of God so that we can grow strong in our faith. There's nothing like, um, especially being discipled, when you see somebody that has that faith, it makes you stronger. It makes you feel very comfortable in their presence when they know what they know. And it's all, and again, it's, it's, this is, this is, I'll say this, this is, this is where you, you, know, you don't put your trust in man, but when you work with a brother or sister that's really strong in faith, give all credit to God because that's where it comes from. It's not any of our doing. So, uh, so that was like the uh, Reader's Digest version of faith. <laughs> we, could, we could go a lot deeper than that, but I just wanted to get that out there. I, I've, I've heard people talk, you know, uh, one thing I love about this church is that uh, our hallway conversations, a lot of them are spiritual or theological. And I've heard people talk about faith and, and having faith and sustaining faith. And then, you know, it always goes to about uh, saving faith, right? They're two, they're two different things, but it's the same faith, right? Faith given to us by God. Hi there, this is Austin Hetzler, the pastor of Christ the Rock Church of Elyria, Ohio. We at Christ the Rock are humbled and grateful to be a part of your sanctification today as you listen to this sermon. But at the same time, we want to encourage you to be a member of a good local church and not to allow online sermons to replace the local church and to benefit from the life of that church and to give your spiritual gifts back to that church. Having said that, our website is www.christrockchurch.com. If you go there, you can find sermons, blogs, and other resources as well as our location and service times. You can also listen to the sermons on Bible Thumping Wingnut, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Stitcher. I, along with the membership of Christ the Rock Church, pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you.